Welcome to episode number 31. This is Andrea Samadhi, a former educator who's been fascinated with understanding the science behind high performance strategies in schools, sports, and the workplace for the past 20 years. Today we have a flashback interview from 2016. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be sharing some of our high-level interviews that are hosted in our online learning portal for schools in the workplace. These interviews are eye-opening with some of the most powerful insights from world leaders and high achievers from around the globe. Today, I want to introduce you to the Thrillionaire, entrepreneurial alchemist, civilian astronaut, extreme adventurer, and keynote speaker. Nick Halleck is the founder and CEO of the Lifestyle Revolution and Five Day Weekend. He became a multimillionaire and amassed great wealth through savvy investments in property, business, and the financial markets. Nick's group of companies have financially educated and life coached over 1 million clients in over 57 countries. He has a crazy background. If you look him up, you can see. And when you get to know Nick, you learn that he's humble, down to earth with zero ego. He just wants to do as much as he can to help others. Nick has trekked to over 157 countries, dived to the wreck of the Titanic to have lunch on the bow, been active as a mountaineer on some of the world's highest peaks, performed a halo skydive above the summit of Mount Everest in the Himalayas, climbed into the crater of an exploding, erupting volcano, 1,700 degrees Fahrenheit, for an overnight sleepover, and just recently entered the Hermit Kingdom of North Korea to expose a sweatshop factory operating illegally for an American conglomerate. He was the backup astronaut for the NASA Russian Soyuz TMA-13 flight to the International Space Station in 2008. He currently remains in mission allocation status for a future flight to Earth's only manned outpost in orbit, the International Space Station with the Russian Federation. Take a listen to what Nick has to say. His story is so powerful. It will blow your mind on how he's taken his vision for his life and created a screenplay for that vision and how he's living that out now. For the first decade of his life, Nick Halleck was medically confined to his bedroom. So, at age eight, he drafted the screenplay of his life, including his top 10 list of goals. At age 14, he opened up his very first business. At age 17, he relocated to Hollywood, California to perform live on stage. At age 19, he bought his very first investment property. Five years later, he became a multimillionaire. Now he owns private homes in the most beautiful places on earth. Nick traverses the planet and pursues exciting, high adrenaline and epic adventures. He has summited the highest mountains in the world and visited over 100 countries. He's dived down five miles and had lunch on the bow of the shipwreck Titanic. He empowers thousands of individuals, passionately sharing his life story and insights on how to live a true life. In 2009, he wrote an additional goal to create and inspire one million new thrillionaires across the globe and to self-fund the building of educational schools in poor remote villages across South America and Africa. Nick became a flight qualified and certified civilian astronaut. Now he's set to rocket to outer space, live on a space station, and with future plans to walk the lunar surface of the moon, completing the remainder of his original top 10 list of goals. 
Let's give a warm welcome to global wealth strategist, successful entrepreneur, international speaker, astronaut, high adrenaline adventurer, and best-selling author, Nick Halleck. Nick Halleck, we are thrilled to speak with you today. Where have we reached you today, Nick? Well, you know what? Uh, I'm just basically you know, in an airline lounge right now. I've just been traveling around the world. I've been um, in Iran, Italy, and Brazil the last um, 10 days. So I've been on a whirlwind tour. And um, right now, I'm just making my way uh, to Asia and Australia over the next few days. So exciting. Now, Nick, the purpose of this call is to inspire young people who study the Jumpstart to Success program so they're motivated and empowered by your story to create their own exciting, epic future following your lead and example. Now, I'm going to give a quick background for those who are, are listening and have not heard of Nick Halleck yet. But if anyone goes on Google and just Googles your name, you'll be blown away by what Nick Halleck has accomplished in his lifetime. Now, Nick, I've never heard of people who've set goals like this. Can you go and explain to our listeners what situation influenced you to set such extraordinary goals for yourself? Um, definitely. You know, like, I mean, for the first 10 years of my life, um, for those who are not really privy to my life story, but um. I was um, medically confined to my bedroom. I had chronic allergies, debilitating asthma, and I pretty much led that the, the boy in the plastic bubble type life kind of thing. I never really joined academia until about age 10. So I believe my um, initial conditioning was somewhat different because I sort of grew up, I mean, my, my initial mentors were the Encyclopedia Britannica and the world of Tintin. He was this animated um, cartoon hero, this roving reporter going to the most craziest adventures around the world. And it's amazing how it sort of reflected my life. I mean, there's the articulate side, but there's also the, the, there's also the, um, the kaleidoscopic um, adventurous side going on wacky, crazy adventures and all sorts of mischief kind of things. So for me, um, I sort of grew up differently because the world told me that... Um, I will never be able to lead, live a ordinary life. I mean, I'll always be plagued by medical complications, medical hurdles, and whatever. So for me, I, I just changed the polarity on the whole world. I mean, I just changed my whole map of the world. In fact, um, you know, basically everybody's no. I just perceived it as a temporary yes, uh, and I, I just I cut every sign of return. I just I, I just changed the polarity of my thinking. So, in actual fact, as opposed to being told I was going to live a very ordinary lifestyle, I knew that I had to extract more out of my life in order to live a more extraordinary type life. So at age eight, I drafted the screenplay to my life, and those top 10 list of goals uh, is and basically consumed over 32 years of my life, and I'm still acting out those goals, those very same goals. Wow, what a story, Nick. It's just amazing. I can understand how it happened because I'm a mom yeah. and I had a daughter who was ill, very ill, young. And so I had to pull her out of school. So I understand how it happened. Yeah. But in my head, uh, at age 10, um, how did you, did you heal yourself, do you think? Here's, here's the thing. I was, you know, for the, for, I mean, I was placed in an incubator around about 30 days old. And uh, I mean, I was, I was actually born uh, ten pound five ounces, and I and I lost a lot of weight. I got really sick. Uh, I was in and out of hospitals for like 
for the first, you know, the first eight years kind of thing. And uh, I was touch and go for a long time there, you know. Uh, right. Incredibly paranoid parents, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But here's the thing, right? Um, you know, I was pharmaceutically um, uh, doped, you know. I was pharmaceutically mm-hmm. addicted. And it wasn't around until about age 10 that I basically just stopped taking all the ph- pharmaceutical drugs. You see, the thing was, my immune system was so rubbish. That's why I mean, I had all these debilitating and chronic allergies and asthma, what have you. I mean, my immune system was rubbish. It was so weak that um, even a speck of dust or the wrong um, uh, or a scent of pollen would just basically set my conditions off kind of thing. But um, I, I stopped. I, I changed the polarity of thinking. I stopped. I refused to go to the doctors and the hospitals and I refused to take the medication. And um, it wasn't like an overnight, uh, an overnight turnaround, but uh, it was a gradual process. And I just, you know, I mean, I really healed. But here's the thing. I, I believe that um, the doctors and the pharmaceutical industry uh, had sabotaged my health. And, I, and all I basically did was, you know, I gave life to that particular, um, uh, you know, mindset i guess and i had to i had me i had to personally alter that particular paradigm and mm. change it um so i can so i can do things more on my terms as opposed to being dictated to by the pharmaceutical industry mm-hmm. absolutely so you really did find and prove the mind body um, yeah. connection i i dialed into it kind of thing and it's like a particular frequency once you dial into it it's like all of a sudden bang it's like there was just you know, there was a whole world that, that appeared to me kind of thing. And um, for me, what really kept me going was when I, when I sort of um, digested and um, absorbed every page of the Encyclopedia Britannica, I knew there was a world that, ex- that existed outside my bedroom windows kind of thing. And mm-hmm. that was the one. And that was that, that, was that captivating, um, calib- calibrating type energy that, that kept me going because I wanted to, like, you know, live that life that existed in the Encyclopedia Britannica. And I knew that it was all up to me, and that's and in actual. And the crazy thing was, I I wrote down my top ten list of goals, and as I reflect on those same top ten list of goals, uh, inadvertently what I did was I drafted the screenplay to my life, because mm-hmm. and and since age eight, you know I've been the actor, the producer, and a director of my top ten screenplay that I wrote down as an eight year old, and. You know, I'm still accountable to that young eight-year-old that still resides in my heart because he's my coach and I'm still a student because it's that little this that little eight-year-old kid still inside me that still dictates and drives my life. Wow, Nick, it's such a powerful story. When when I read what you've accomplished, I was curious how you got past eight and, and healed your body to start blowing out all your goals, age 14, opening your first business. Yeah. It, it couldn't have just happened like it, it seemed like it was so easy for you. I mean, trust me, I've had every medical every medical hurdle and obstacle. I mean, and you know what? I embrace obstacles. I love obstacles. I look for obstacles. I seek obstacles where most people actually fear and uh, are deterred by them. For me, it's the only way to grow. And for me, I'm so, I'm so fortunate, even though I had all these... Um, I had all these medical dramas. I'm so fortunate to have had that type of experience because it extracted more out of my life. It extracted more out of me because, you know, being pharmaceutically addicted, I lost my faculty of thinking, whereas mm-hmm. I claimed ownership of my thinking. And, you know, and you know, it was a vital breakthrough that I required. And the interesting thing was, you know, those top 10 list of goals, 
I didn't view it as a as a bucket list because I don't believe in bucket lists. I think I think bucket lists are very negative because, you know, why have a bucket list and you know and then you know be told you got terminal cancer and then one day decide to live a life. I mean, mm-hmm. a top ten list of goals. I mean, I became the assassin of my own life. In other words, I became this. I became like a, an, an assassin, going out there to make sure that I extract the most kaleidoscopic uh, adventures and just add as much color into my life. And I think because I was deprived of that in my first ten years of my life, um, right. trust me. I mean, you know, I've just life has just reciprocated with interest for me. Absolutely. I actually saw in an interview that you did on 21st Century TV with Lou Hardy that you mentioned that you had somewhere a ticker. Do you still do that? Are you still um, timing each day as if it's your last? Yeah, I've actually got a, um, I put up a website a number of years ago and it's basically my, my countdown clock to my life uh, up until my life expiry. And I, basically every day, I, I, uh, my daily pilgrimages, I, I pay homage to that. I look at their website, and it tells me exactly how many days, how many hours, minutes, milliseconds, milliseconds I've got to run. And the reason being is uh, I'm able to extract more out of my life on a daily basis kind of thing. But you can actually go to their website. It's um, it's Nick Halleck Expiry, N-I-K-H-A-L-I-K-E-X-P-I-R-Y, NickHalleckExpiry.com. And it's got a countdown clock. And basically, um, I did this because... Here's, here's, my, here's my take on life. I mean, I'm, you know, I, all my life I've always, I've always done the most extreme things, but I've always polarized and changed the polarity of how I basically view life. I mean, look, there are statistics out there that basically tell how long a male and a female normally live for. For example, a female in America is about, um, you know, about 81. For a guy, it's about, you know, 77 is the average. Well, here's the thing. Why do people buy into this? Why do people buy into these statistics and what have you? You know, is there a vested interest? Is there is there an agenda? And it turned out that a lot of individuals, when they do retire, within ten years of retirement, most people tend to die because they, they've lost their, they've they've lost and they've given up a purpose-led life and whatever too. And a life without purpose, basically, you know, all you're doing is you're 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 retiring and you're fading into obscurity in preparation to die kind of thing. So for me, I love life because I knew that the first 10 years of my life were very, very, um, they were very tumultuous kind of thing. So for me, I love life and I've gone to great lengths to make sure that I love my life and live my life each day as if it's my life kind of thing. And genetically wise, looking at my family tree, my great-great-grandparents, my grandparents, um, and you know, really examining the family tree and examining my culture, the foods that I eat, how I live my life, I sort of worked out a particular age that I see foreseeable in relation to my life's expiry date. And I created a, I created a countdown clock. And I've been teaching my clients for a number of years. Now I've got thousands of clients who are using my philosophy and they've told me that their productivity levels have skyrocketed over 200% because they're getting more done on the day. They're, they're, they're smiling, they're more happy each day because they're approaching each day as if it's their last day. And think about it. If today was your last day, what would you do differently? You'll extract more out of it. You'll tell people Definitely. that you love them. You'll, you'll contact friends that you haven't seen in years and take them out to lunch. You'll go out there and do deeds for individuals without the accolades kind of thing. You'll go out there and make a difference. So that's exactly how I approach my life on a daily basis. So, I mean, today uh, I've got uh, – you can, you can probably – it'll tell you exactly how many um, – how many thousands of hours I've got to roam? 
Um, it's probably about, I mean, you could probably go to Nick Alec Expire and you can probably see it for yourself, but um, it's mm-hmm. a very, very unique social experiment that's really had a great impact on my clients. So there's no television watching on your end, is there? You don't waste your time. Oh, look, I'll watch probably television at night, some kind of thing, if that. Okay. But for me, it's got to be, um, it's got to be educational. It's got to be something. It's got to be insightful, uh, and it's unfortunate. I mean, I live in the United States, you know, and eighty-five percent of American television is all reality TV. I mean, you know, there's the, the, here's the thing: the system right now, the way it works, there's there's a, there's an agenda right now about the dumbing the dumbing down and the numbing yeah. the numbing down of the world's population. Yeah. Because when you dumb down the population, you keep them in fear, and then capitalism kicks in, and you make sure that um, uh, society basically takes on way too much debt. Now they live in fear of losing their house, their job, their car, and whatever kind of thing. And now you're, you're dumbing down the population. You feed them crap on television, which means mm-hmm. you're now able to control the population and control the faculty of their respective thinking. And what happens? People die on time. Why? Because it's, it's <laughs> I mean, look, there's, there's a lot of thinking around this. And the way I look at life is I'm not going to allow anybody else to dictate their perception on me. I'm not going mm-hmm. I'm I'm to allow anybody else to define my reality. In other words, I've drafted my own screenplay, my own date, my own expiry date. Uh, in, in life, there are two rules. Rule number one, there are no rules. Rule number two is don't forget rule number one. And mm. um, that's pretty much how I view life. And I, I can control anything in the world except for weather and traffic. But I want, to, I want control. I want total dominion about everything in life. And for me, it's all about... Um, living life my own terms and conditions at all times. Absolutely. Now, Nick, did anyone discourage you or laugh when you showed them your goals? Absolutely, yeah. And and you know what? And it it only served the purpose of energizing me further. And I love it. I love naysayers. I love dream stealers. I love individuals that say no because I perceive a person's no as a temporary yes because ultimately I will always get in my way. Right. You know, um, you know, I will negotiate my way out of any particular circumstance in life. I'll always get in my way because, you know, for me, it's, um, it's, you know, I want, it's, it's not about changing my life. I want to impact other people's lives because, in the words of Socrates, Socrates said, "In life, you'll only be measured by your contribution." You know, so for me, mm-hmm. I, I view myself and my teachings as a vital breakthrough. You know, for freedom seeking. Free-spirited visionaries, change agents, rebels, rock stars, entrepreneurs, and pioneers. And that is my why. That's what defines me. That's what drives me. And for me, that's what, um, you know, uh, that's what really calibrates me because there are individuals just like me who sense they are different, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've catapulted my life now to the highest order right now. You know why? Because I sensed the disturbances in the fabric of human society. And I knew there was something there, and I knew, and I and I view my teachings and my 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 role as a leader right now. You know, uh, I'm a beacon of light, illuminating the path for others to follow. I want to be a lighthouse. I want to inspire them, so they in mm-hmm. turn can inspire the next generation and the next generation kind of thing. Because, you know, the way I look at it, there's a brain rewarding neural pathway which gives access to that miraculous life quality that produces this particular um, uh, calibration of energy. Absolutely. Now, Nick, how, how did you, who mentored you to get to this level of thinking? I know the adventures of, of Tintin on television, the Britannica, but um, who who got your mind to this level? Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? So, um, you know, throughout the ages, I mean, I've always been inspired by a lot of individuals. I've always been inspired by a lot of individuals, um, historical figures, 
um, who then became part of my virtual mastermind in my teenage years. I used to have cutouts of my virtual mastermind, individuals from history, and I would always I would always recount back to them. I'd go, what would he say? What would he do? What would they say? <laughs> so yeah. I had my virtual mastermind that were pretty much a part of my life in my teenage years, but it wasn't until I, I arrived in, in the United States as a teenager that um, Bob Proctor's teaching, um, Bob had a great um, kaleidoscopic influence over my life kind of thing, and um, you know, Bob gave me uh, a set of... Um, you were born rich, and Bob Proctor also exposed me to Napoleon Hill, all, all in the same year. And mind you, I was only a teenager at this particular point. And the funny thing is, being exposed um, to Napoleon Hill's work by Bob Proctor, I'm now an advisor for the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Having, sure. having, um, um, I've actually partnered with them, and um, I've been involved in a couple of projects with them uh, in a couple of their um, uh, products, which is which has been a great. Um, a great testimony to that particular calibrating mindset kind of thing, but being exposed uh-huh. as a young teenager now being an advisor for that same Napoleon Hill Foundation, uh, an absolute buzz. But definitely I, I treat Bob Proctor as my, you know, Bob is like the alkaline battery of the uh, personal development industry kind of thing. And Bob Proctor, you know, I call him my godfather, but um, he's, had an, he's had an amazing um, impact on my life too. And I, I love the guy. I mean, I'm going to be with him in a couple of months' time. We'll be speaking together in Toronto in, in um Canada, but um, he truly is a, an, an epic individual. Absolutely. We share the same mentor. He's behind the whole Jumpstart to Success program yeah. throughout videos, and he's definitely the one that I met in my late 20s that changed my the path of my life. Yeah, definitely. So. It, like, you know, he, he dealt, look, Bob drills deeper than anybody else in the industry kind of thing, and like, he's a, he's, he really is a, he's just a, he's just a wonderful, noble, and majestic individual, wonderful person. Exactly. Now, Nick, what are you doing now with your time? What's your your next step? Well, for me, um, I'm on this constant quest to basically um, visit every country on the planet. I've now been to 135 countries. I've got 63 more countries remaining. Uh, you know, I've climbed all the highest mountains in the world. Uh, you know, I've had lunch in the Titanic. I've rocketed to space. Uh, you know, I've, I've explored, um, you know, the deepest caves with the largest crystals on the planet. So for me, it's all about um, adding more color to my life, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I've got um, all those remaining 10 goals that I wrote down as a young eight-year-old. Eight down, two to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a flight to the International Space Station in the coming years that I've already negotiated with the uh, Russian government. And mm-hmm. the big kahuna, which will be number one, will be to walk the lunar surface of the moon. And um, I've got a backup plan if my life was to expire for whatever reason. I've already paid an American consortium to rock in my crematorial remains to the lunar surface of the moon. Wow. That way I will get to walk on the moon because on the moon wow. there is no atmosphere, no rain, no wind, meaning when my ashes are sprinkled on the moon, I will get to walk on the moon, irrespective, I guess, you know. So for okay. me, it's all about, um, you know, um, there's so much I want to do. And it's like I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to live this life. And I don't waste each day. I mean, I make each day count. You know, I want to impact people's lives on a daily basis kind of thing. And for me, that's, that's what's really, um, that's what's calibrated very, very strong in me ever, ever since I was a young boy kind of thing. And, you know, ultimately, it's my responsibility to leave the world a better place. You know, it's the legacy. Uh, it's the footprints that I leave behind. And uh, the, uh, the, I want to keep that big enough light still illuminating for the next um, few centuries, that is. 
Absolutely. Well, Nick, you're incredibly inspiring, and we want to follow you and keep uh, learning from you as you keep moving forward. What's the best way for people to learn and watch you? Uh, definitely. Look, there's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of websites live and wave and what have you too. But um, I will say, uh, if people want to like um, personally contact me, they can probably go to um, nickhalliclive.com or um, any uh, so nickhalliclive.com. Uh, it's probably the easiest one now. Nickhalliclive yeah. L-I-V-E dot com. Um, that's by far the easiest way to uh, you know, but. Um, there's um, obviously the social media, um, you know, Twitter, at Nick Halleck. Um, there's a lot of Facebook pages where people can sort of um, communicate with me. But, um, you know, it's I'm, – I'm very I'm very humble. I'm very down to work. There's absolutely zero ego with me. But for me, it's mm-hmm. all about, um, you know, I, I want to I do as much as I can as possible because I love life and at all times it's living life my own terms and my own conditions and my own rules. Well, you're such an inspiration, Nick, and and I want to thank you so much for taking the time as you're traveling on the road and all over the world to speak with our our students that will study the Jumpstart to Success program. We're going to follow you, and I'll keep everyone updated on where Nick is. Um, You'll now be in in the Experts Gallery at Achieve It 360, and we just want to thank you so much, Nick. You're an amazing individual, so inspiring, and you're definitely making an impact on the world. Thank you so much, definitely. So, you know, in passing, just, you know, dare to dream, live with passion, define your smile, and just monetize your passion and monetize your life. Um, Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.